Welcome to episode 121 of For the Love of Guns. This is the podcast about the people, the products, and the priorities of the firearms culture. Thanks for joining Team Bands today as we welcome back Marine Gun Builder. Now we're going to talk about gun building, getting into gun building, and well, trying to keep gun building content online. But before we talk to Marine Gun Builder, it's time to pay the bills, and this episode is brought to you by Falco Holsters. Look, Falco holsters make them the old-fashioned way, by hand. This holster was made by a person. And what's great is you can customize this holster any way you want. Well, you know, this one has a dark edge. Uh, this one here, it's got my P365 in it. It's got a light edge to it. You can get a sweat guard. You can get an optics cut, no optics cut. You tell them how you want your holster made, and they're going to make it. Falco, they can make a holster for any gun, every budget, without sacrificing quality. And if you use the checkout code BANSHEE, you'll save 10% on your order. This episode's also brought to you by Ammo Squared. Look, we're gun people. Gun people, we need ammo. Why not store your ammo at a secure facility that's insured instead of your house? I mean, yeah, we need some ammo at our house, but... Well, like, you know, last year I had a flood here in the basement. Fortunately, everything was up off the ground. Uh, one of my SIGs was actually still in my bag from range day, but they got a little bit of uh, rust on it. But wouldn't you want your ammo to be secure somewhere else? And look, they can ship it to you. Maybe they'll get your shipment out in a day or two from when you say ship it to me. And if you want your ammo somewhere else, they can ship it. Like if you're going to a competition, go ship my ammo over here. Go check out Ammo Squared. They're th really rethinking how we buy ammo. I have a link down below. Now with the bills paid, it's time to talk to Marine Gun Builder. Marine Gun Builder, tell me about your love of guns. Hi, I'm Marine Gun Builder. I am the guy who loves to build and do Glock education. Uh, although we do much more, uh, I'm a chief instructor at Freedom Crew University, where we teach AR building, AK building, shotgun building, Glock building, SIG building, you name it. If you're a Freedom Firearm Builder, that's the home for you to come to and learn from some of the best instructors, like the man who's hosting me today, Mr. Rogue Banshee. Well, man, it's great having you back on the show, man. It's, it's always great having you on because, like, you brought Glock building, like, really to the forefront. I mean, there's been a lot of Glock building, but your whole thing was different, right? Because anybody can just put a Polymer 80 together and do this stuff. But we've all seen the pictures where, I swear, it's like somebody gave it to a gerbil and they just like nibbled it up and chewed it up and spit it out. But I mean, your whole thing was the, the first time quality. What brought you to that point? Well, oh, it's a great question. So, I mean, look, uh, the first time quality thing was really a, a backstory of my history <laughs> as a person yeah. um, and applying that to a lot of the things that I have uh, done. And I've, I've learned that from my dad, right? To do things right the first time. Right? Um, and so uh, that just naturally carries over into the things that I do, right? So like when we hear that term, that's just kind of me, um, but it, it, got, it got caught on, I guess, uh, through videos as an approach to uh, building a Glock. But I, I think it's an approach on everything that you do in life. You know, you try to do it the best you can uh, the first time, 
right? So you don't have to repeat because repeating causes you more time, right? Yeah, uh, and I think right. that if you, if you take the time to front load information before you do something, um, your, your end result is always going to be better. But uh, specifically to answer your question, when it comes to Glock building, um, you know, look, you're right. I mean, it looked like beavers were gnawing uh, away <laughs> at Palmer, yeah. you know. Um, and I think it was one of those things where, you know, there's been an evolution uh, of it. Uh, and so kind of originally it started with um, I uh, Palmer 80 when they introduced it and then, you know, doing them with drill presses and they used to send the mill bit. Yeah. You, know, you remember that, yeah. right? They used to send I remember that. that. That was my first Palmer 80 was right. was figuring out that that mill bit and it was it was terrible. It <laughs> yeah, it, you know, it was it, it was a way. Right. There's always a way to do it. Um, and so, you know, they kind of introduced that, but they also had like the spectra frame first before the Palmer 80 we know today, right? They had the spectra frame is what they first introduced. And, uh, you know, it had plastic in the, in, in the rear. There was no metal rear rails. It, it didn't really work too well. Uh, it was, it just, it wasn't refined, you know? Um, and then, so over time, there's lots of things that happen in the background, but over time, um you know the community started to get involved community started to grow and they started to make suggestions um and that's how the metal rear rail came to be you know that was actually a community uh, member on reddit uh that came up with that idea you know we had two pieces and then polymer 80 made this next generation um but as far as like the video content is concerned or my approach to it was you know look the the idea here is to remove as much polymer as possible before you start taking any machinery to it, right? So like the evolution yeah. was uh, people were doing it with the, the mill bit, right? And then they moved yeah. to sanding drums on a, on a Dremel where they're just melting the plastic down and pushing yeah. all that junk down into the frame itself, right? And, yeah. you know, kind of when I came along, I was like, hey, look, the idea here, again, is to just remove the plastic, not melt it down. So cut it all away and then just only use machinery, whether you use, you know, any type of end bit or you use a Dremel uh, or you use hand tools. You The machinery piece of it is final cleanup work, right? First time quality work where you're trying to perfect it. Now, I'm of the mindset uh, that, you know, I it, it's a firearm right and you have to respect it uh and yeah. the i you know the the truth of the matter here is that a firearm uh is meant to use as protection in the moment of truth and you know we can have things that we go to the range with and play with and plink with and do all this stuff but at the end of the day uh it is a tool to protect and defend your life and uh if you know that fateful moment should ever come uh, in that moment of truth, it needs to work the first time. There are no retakes. There are no there are no do overs. Right. It needs to work that first time. And so to to take that mindset while you're building it um, is really what I did. What I did. Right. What I did through the educational series of videos is taking all of my Glock knowledge and applying it to that mindset of. In this moment of truth, there can be no doubt when I'm done that this works the first time and every time thereafter. 
So, you know, that was just kind of my mindset at the time, you know, a couple of years ago, uh, making these videos, uh, which was my point, um, you know, to the audience. Because that, that was the thing is uh, you were you had your YouTube channel, but you were doing this on Facebook before you even went to YouTube. Um, yeah. Because it was funny because when I was doing, you know, when I did my first Polymerady video and that was the mill bit and stuff like that, you hadn't even created your YouTube channel yet. And I remember, um, you know, a few years later, people were commenting, don't watch this video, go to Marine Gun Builder. And I remember going into the comments like, absolutely, go watch Marine Gun Builder. This is an yeah. old way of doing things. Um, he's got the way to do it because, God, there, there, when I did it, there just wasn't. You got you got a you got a frame, the plastic jig, and a mill bit. That's what you got. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's just like you know, yeah, a couple of drill bits. It's like figure it out. And it's just like, I mean, we we've all seen some pictures out there of just some really nasty stuff. It's just <laughs> like um, both of us are the same way. We want we want this to be you know done right. Um, you know, because like you said, it, it's, it's, it's a tool and tools need to work the correct way. If right. you're in there, you know, I would get like, I, you know, I did a video of fixing frame damage and, you know, in case you slip with that Dremel, you know, can you fill in the, in the damage and people like, why well, cut off that front tower? I'm like, yeah, this is a looks only thing. This is, you, you're, you're kind of screwed. You need, you need a new frame. Yeah. Um, this is not fixing structural damage. This is fixing cosmetic damage. And right. there's people out there that just get, get going nuts on things and then they screw these frames up. Yeah, today too. I mean, it's still, yeah. you know. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I mean, look, for, for me, it was, um, I, I don't know, there was two things that I think really made uh, it popular, uh, like my videos popular. Um, if I could, you know, kind of go back in time and really like reflect now, <laughs> you know, yeah. like what were the two things that really did it? And um, the first is Palmer 80, you know, they're, they're the first to market. There, there's plenty of Glock 80 stuff now, right? So, yeah. you know, we're just going back to that time. But at the time, it was just them. They inherently had a ton of issues. Even if you built it correctly, <laughs> the Palmer yeah. 80 frame is a flawed design in certain aspects. Okay. Great design. Love it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trashing it, but there are inherently things that are wrong with the design that got you, even users who were building them, you know, well would run into problems like ejection, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, brass to the face was an issue. Uh, you mentioned the plastic jig. The plastic jig is inherently wrong. It's loose. It doesn't yeah. sit tight. It leaves a lot of room for people to misdrill holes, right? Which is a very yeah. common thing. And then they have to go back and do corrective actions. So inherently, there are uh, it's got tolerance stacking issues up to nine, right? And I don't know if that's so much all on them, but you know, you got to be kind of picky with the parts that you use for that frame if you want it to work well right so, so there's these things the locking block is uh you know 50 50 chance that the one that you get from them is out of spec and now you've got to correct that block the rear rail had tons of issues 
right? Still yes. to this day, they do, right? They haven't, you know, they haven't corrected those things. So the first thing that I think really made my channel popular was the fact that I was talking about video, like, like what people don't understand is I actually only had three build videos. Like as far yeah. as like building it, they were just three separate videos. It One was the channel, one was about pins and one was about uh, tabs. But that, but that's it. All the other videos I ever did were about correcting problems. It was fixing, <laughs> right? yeah, it was fixing so, all the problems with it. Yeah, yeah. In a way, like I get this, um, you know, I get this um, accolade as the builder. But the reality is, when you really look at my catalog that I had, it was only thirty videos, and three of them were around building, and the rest were around fixing problems. Right? Yeah. They had nothing yeah. to do with actually building the Glock firearm, right? But anyway, uh, but that's what I think made me popular is because I was helping people solve a problem, right? It wasn't just helping them build. I think that was actually small, but it's what I get the most recognition for, I guess. And, I, and I'll, I'll be the first to admit, I think that recognition is wrong because what I think I really brought was solving inherent problems with your build. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think that was the the, the main crux of it. Uh, the second thing that made you know that channel popular and, and what I did had nothing to do with me. Uh, to be just straight up with you, right? Like I I can't take credit for it all, but it was the pandemic, right? Yeah. Um, when that rolled on, because you understand, like so, you mentioned like we were around before YouTube. Uh, you know, I was on. We were small. Like this is a small community. You know, it was yeah, very it's, tiny. It's uh, yeah. You know, it wasn't what you know of it today. It was very small. It's always been small. But then when that that pandemic hit, and then all of a sudden, nothing. Nobody could even go into gun stores and buy guns. They couldn't buy them, even if they wanted to. Like they weren't available. That's when people turned to. Well, I still need to protect myself. <laughs> Right. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the entire industry blew up. Right. The whole thing yeah. blew up. And it was there was a lot of things going on at that time. Like, you know, like I, I think Palmer A themselves were growing at that time. You know, so they, they were they were coming up, you know, uh, more and more popular. Um, and then you had 80 percent arms introducing at the same around the same time their frame. <laughs> right. And yeah. so. You had uh, Strike Industries doing the Strike 80 as well. So you had this convergence of all these other companies getting in the game, okay? And then all of a sudden we had the shutdown and people are home. People are, you know, massively doing searches all of a sudden. The, uh, you know, they wanted toilet paper, toothpaste and firearms. Like those were the yeah. things that they want and the ammunition, right? Those are the things that they wanted. And so organically, just because of that, the entire industry went from probably a steady growth to just a rocket ship up, ship up you know? Yeah. Like my channel was like, I don't know, maybe 12, 13,000 people at the time, you know, for a couple of years. And then within a few months, it went to 50,000, <laughs> you know, it just, it, yeah. it, it just went out of control. But at the same time, it caught all the attention of all the anti-gunners at that time. They were like, oh, whoa, 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 what's this stuff? Yeah, you know? we can't do this. Yeah. So, yeah. 
you know, it, it, and then it, then we had the whole everybody's against it and let's shut it down. But, you know, so again, to me, it was just a, that moment, that incident, that moment in time really elevated it to the masses, became aware of it, you know, um, more so. And and but to no surprise, because things I think we knew always knew in the build industry is that if you knew you could if you like if you like firearms and you're somebody who um you know um, uh loves to tinker especially you're gonna absolutely love this hobby <laughs> like, oh, yeah. like this is gonna be we're gonna introduce you to something that you're gonna absolutely be addicted to right yeah and so i think through that time what happened is the awareness level really got out there because people were online saying i you know i went to my local gun store there's no glocks available blah, 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 blah. and people were responding like just build your own yeah, they were like, "What? We're right talking house. about yeah. right?" And so, yeah, you know. Uh, so I don't really take credit for uh, the growth because I think those two things, which were outside of me, I was just there and available all along. But it wasn't until these things occurred that people took notice. Does that yeah, make sense? It, and it does because I mean, you think about going through the whole uh, pandemic. It doesn't matter what industry if it was a hobby or a diy thing people were learning it i mean people right. flocked to youtube um because yeah. they're stuck at they're stuck at home and it's like well maybe i should i don't know re replace that leaky faucet they replaced it right they learned <laughs> right. They, they went to home depot and learned how to do plumbing um everybody was doing projects i mean it it's one of the the things that, that I loved about that time is we kind of had a resurgence of um, like our whole American spirit of screw it. We're not going to call the guy in. I mean, we're just going to do it. Let's just, right. let's just figure this thing out and do it. Um, mm -hmm. And that was one thing for me, like for me, I was, I've always tinkered with crap. Right. Always took things apart, always put them back together. I mean, that's, that's how I started the channel. Um, you know, as an FFL, I was doing circuit work at the time. YouTube videos sucked at disassembly and reassembly. I'm like, well, I can do this better. So yeah. that, that's what I did. And then I was the same way. It was this the second that the lockdowns hit, view counts just skyrocketed. Right. I mean, they, they, they skyrocketed. And it's just like people were doing stuff. And that's what I love because that's that's why I, I got into this, right? Is I yeah. wanted people to learn how to do stuff. You know, I didn't tell you exactly like, you know, if you have this problem, this is how to fix it. This is how you disassemble. This is how you reassemble. You're going to have to figure out the troubleshooting on your own. Um, and I love that. I, I, that's what I loved about this thing. You know, I got into 80% like, like you before all this stuff happened that just fed another another thing for me it's like well let me figure out how to do this um because it goes beyond the polymer 80 right mm -hmm. and we have the polymer 80 oh, yeah. we have the p320 the mup one and the 1911. you also have ars uh, ar10 ar15 you have uh ak flats that you can fold and create your own ak i mean no matter what you want to do there's basically something there for you in this community of hey absolutely do it yourself yeah i mean i i mean i say it all the time you know be prepared like 
don't go down this road unless you're prepared. And by prepared, I mean, oh, it- because what happens is somebody builds, you know, their Glock 19, right? They build a 940C, right? And then yep. they're like, oh, there's other models. So they build a V2, they build a CL, they build a 26, they build a PF45. And then they're like, okay, I'm done building Glocks. What's next? Oh, I'll go build a SIG 320. Okay, I built a SIG 320. Now what? Oh, I build an AR, right? And then I got to do it a 15. I got to do a 10, <laughs> right? Yep. And yeah. there's, 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 there's this this nonstop evolution of pushing themselves and pushing their skills and knowledge as well. Um, but it's, I always say it's like a Pringles. You're never going to eat just one, right? Oh, no, yeah. You're, you're, you're going to do gonna, one and gonna, go through the whole can, you know? You're going to go through the whole can and then you're going to try to figure out what to do with the can afterwards, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 right, right. <laughs> Maybe right. I could do something else with the can. I don't know. Right. It's just, um, you know, being an IT stuff, we used to take Pringles cans and turn them into Wi-Fi antennas um, for high gain antenna. We, we that's actually a thing with washers and thread rod. I mean, that's that's what I love about this thing. I mean, everybody's out there like this is the most evil thing in the world. The, these are these I, I hate the word ghost guns, and it's it's not. These are people learning a skill. We stop. We stopped learning skills in this country. Yeah, I think, unfortunately, the biggest damage that has been done is all the safety information has been removed, right? So, um, I mean, I'm I'm sad to say this, but, uh, you know, my opinion, um, just looking at where we are this year um, and, like, looking in groups, the quality of safety-oriented builds has it's almost non-existent anymore, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think that's the most unfortunate byproduct of what we've been facing um, in this time. Um, but, you know, look, uh, the it's a two-tiered two, two thing right now, right? So first is, yes, they, they're going to paint you to be a very evil person. Uh, and in their eyes, you are, you know, yeah. in their eyes, if you're somebody who um, wants to build your own firearm, according to them, and in their eyes, you are an evil person. Uh, and then yeah. if you're somebody like me and you, who actually love this and teach it, uh, you know, we are definitely the devil. You know, I'm wearing red. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I mean, you know, and and um, I, I well, we can be honest with the audience and, and, you know, chime in here because you're along with me. You, you've you actually been on YouTube longer than me. Like you were on YouTube and doing the um, video aspect longer than me. Um, but, you know, there's an initial shock where uh, you're attacked. Uh, and we're oh, yeah. all attacked. And I'm not talking about attacked lightly, like, you know, news had, outlets, you know, attacking you, uh, Congress, you know, letters to I've Congress, letters, letters to yep. YouTube. Letters of Congress you know. taking my content down. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so, you know, there's this initial reaction, I think, by folks like us that are like, whoa, why are you trying to paint this picture uh, of this? Because, like, it... Like this is something we all can do, and there's nothing it's confusing at first, yeah. right? It's confusing, yeah. like you know, you're you're putting me in the same category as some of the worst people in the world. <laughs> like 
I mean, you know, so there's this. Yeah, I, I mean, I actually think they sometimes put us in a worse spotlight than some of the worst people in the world. Um, I mean, they're they they go out to demonize this industry is is gun building for everyone. No, it's not. You know, that if you don't want to do it, it's fine. We're that's that's cool. If you want to do it, we're here to help out. I mean, uh, there's nothing that we're doing that's, you know, federally illegal, right? I mean, state-wise, each state has their own laws. But uh, I, I think the, the attorney general for the state of Montana who wrote the letter counteracting, trying to counteract what happened to me with, with the letter from Congress, is that nothing was illegal. There's nothing illegal with what he did. And if he was... Congress has this whole Department of Justice that would have come down on him, but they didn't. Well, um, yeah, I mean, you know, the the legality thing of it um, is, uh, a, you know, we've got lots of issues in this country. Let's face it, my friends, yeah. we've got a ton. Okay, um, but like to just highlight this section, um, it shows you that we don't live in America anymore. And and by that, it, 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 I'm not just sitting here touting Second Amendment. Not, that's not what yeah. I'm saying. But if you really look at it, we have a country that's so divided. It, just on something, this is small compared to the division that we have, right? Oh, yeah, yeah um, exactly. You know, but you you just said something very important. You you have all these states that have different rules and different laws and different ways of um, writing things uh, and so do you really live in a united states like because what you can do in one you can't do in another um and they're more aggressive and they'll just write whatever they want like now it's at the point where it doesn't there is no respect for the constitution or i wouldn't even say respect there's no even consideration on whether this is something that they're writing that could be infringing on their civil liberties and their independence. Like there's not, that thought doesn't even matter. It is driven. Oh, you said speech I don't like, write a law to stop them from saying that. Oh, you're doing something with firearms, write a law to stop them from doing that. Oh, you're reporting on something, write a law. Oh, you don't, we don't like how this voting happened, write a new law. So th there's not even considerations like looking at these things and saying, could we like there's no self reflection, reflection or accountability anymore. There is just what is in our way and let's write a law to prevent that from being in our way anymore. And then if it tries to get in our way, then we just use our law and our powers through the through the uh, law enforcement community to come down on these people. And so we truly don't live in a united states where we're all considering each other's freedoms and liberties right no. we just don't and that and that's the thing is they they want us to divide, right i mean we're talking about united states but all they're interested in is dividing us you're black he's white they're asian you know they're gay they're whatever whatever it is to, to divide us mm -hmm. uh, you know uh a few weeks ago i had tony simon on um, who's the uh, 2A for everyone. And we, we got into talking about this. Uh, you know, he started off as a guy, you know, a black guy teaching black people about firearms. Um, you'd love him, fellow Marine. Um, and uh, it's, 
we got talking about this stuff is, is, you know, his whole thing is that it doesn't matter who you are. You know, you, this is a right. This is, you have a right. This is your right. And it doesn't matter if you're black, white, Asian, whatever you come to one of his, he he called diversity shoots. Everybody's there. Everybody has, everybody's welcome. It doesn't care. So, and that's what I love about the build community. We're the same way. We don't care. We have a hobby. You know, we have we have a sub hobby of another hobby, right? I mean, yeah. we other than shooting, we go one step farther to actually building. Um, yeah. You know, you go. This is we can't allow ourselves to be divided anymore, and just go, hey, look, this is this is what we're going to do. I hear you, and I don't mean to be pessimistic, but I'm going to say this: you don't have a choice in it anymore. No, <laughs> you know. No. We we don't have a choice. There is no choice anymore. The decision has been made for us, and it's being imposed, right? Yeah. And every person who says anything in opposition is immediately shut down, right? Immediately shut yep. down. And so, like, I want to keep it here on the on what we love, which is building. Okay. Yep. I have watched us come up, hit the top of the bell curve, and come back down. Like like right now. Uh, you know, we're filming this at the end of 2023. We're back to like where we were in like 2019, I would say. Like we're small again, not a lot of people, not a lot of volume. It's very small, Um, you know, compared to uh, two years ago, it's a whole different industry, right? It's it's way down, way low. Now, it's not low because the interest isn't there anymore. It's low because they have successfully decimated all ways of communication and education uh, and the sale of these things um, to to consumers, right? They've decimated it on every level, right? So it has shrunk because there is no way to exercise that freedom for a large majority of people anymore because a large majority of people either have laws in their state that deny them access to it like they can't get it um and they can't even learn that it exists anymore because can't publish any information on it (laughs) right so right you know we're back down to really the old school salty dog builder it's been around a long time pre-internet you know who's been doing this forever right that like i mean i I built my first ar when the clintons were in office back in the 90s right right? i mean this is we are we are going back that far um yeah yeah, we've got a lot of the stuff has kind of gone underground it stopped becoming it, it got squashed, and th- this is what what kind of kills me about the content creation uh, community. Um, you know, everybody was building Polymer 80s. They were, you know, the big channels were building these things, and then it, it got squashed. They're gone. They're on to the next thing, right? Whatever's yeah. going to get them views, going, they're moving on. The rest of us are here for the long haul. We were there in the yeah. beginning. We're we're still here trying to trying to keep this community alive um and the thing is is that we're as much as they squash this 
it's kind of actually nice. Uh, it, it, follow me with this. It's going to sound bad. It's almost kind of nice that it did because it it's creating new ways of doing things, right? right. I mean, 3D printing is becoming huge. I mean, I remember right. 3D printing, you know, when it first when it first started hitting mainstream, you look at the frames that were happening then versus the frames that are happening now. They're absolutely amazing now. Right. Uh, the stuff that people are coming up with. So it, it's creating this innovation. Uh, going back with the 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 whole collapse of of the stuff, not only have they created laws to try to keep you from doing this, you have um, FedEx and UPS. They're not going to ship Palmer 80 frames. Any components that have to do with you know building a firearm, you know if if it's a if it's an 80 percent, it's it's not allowed in their system. Right. And then um, I mean, I mean, even hearing FFLs now have to have a separate account. There's here's my gun account. Here's my parts account. Yeah. Just to keep just to keep track of that stuff. So they kind of have this this social pressure that's coming down on us as well. You know, they've they're leveraging the control from multiple places. Yeah, and I, I will again not being pessimistic. Um, yeah. No. But but that battle is lost. And it's, I mean, look, this week, we're, we're here today, right? This week, um, 3D Print General, his YouTube um, channel got taken down, right? Um, and he doesn't even really, he used to a long time ago talk about firearms, uh, but he stopped, obviously, because you can't, right? I yeah. mean, he's not an idiot, yeah. right? You can't talk about it uh, on YouTube at all, right? So he would just do regular state of the mill. I would have considered him a just a 3D printing channel, like, nothing to do with firearms just you know changes in the industry new materials different types of printers you know basic stuff had nothing to do with firearms however he has a large social media following off of youtube that is firearm related right but had nothing to do with youtube <coughs> excuse me but they took his they took his uh, channel down this week and for no reason, won't communicate with him. He's been completely cut off, you know. And so they don't need a reason. You know, one of these things is that, and I feel bad because you and I have been there. Look, you and I were there long before all this other stuff happened to everybody else, right? Yeah. I mean, you and I yeah. were one of the first, okay? We, to, I mean, we've this. we've grown some pretty tough skin off of this. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know... The idea that you think YouTube cares anything about what you're publishing <laughs> or that you have any say in, in the matter is wrong or that you follow their community guidelines so it's right and it's just and it's it's unfair. Yeah, but boohoo, they don't care. You can do whatever you want. It's done. Once it's been decided, and they don't even decide it, by the way. It's not even them, right? It's third party. Yeah coming in and then muscling their way in and bullying YouTube to go ahead and delete that. I mean, they're party of it. They're, they're party to it, excuse me. Yeah. Um, but to think that, you know, uh, somebody doing firearms content is going to, you know, uh, get that decision reversed is crazy when you look at people like Matt Walsh and Russell Brand who have millions and millions and millions of subscribers and it's being done to them. You know, <laughs> you know, somebody just getting a thousand views 
you got no shot, right? So yeah, right. um and 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 again, it doesn't matter if you follow all of the guidelines or not. Once it's been decided that you're gone, you're gone. <laughs> there is no I mean, nothing you're gonna do about it. I mean, I got I remember getting a I remember getting a channel strike for a video titled 3D print Glock bench block. I 3D printed a gunsmithing tool. Yeah. Taken down channel strike because it said 3D print Glock. That's all they saw. Gone. Um, went to go overturn it. D denied instantly. Uh, it took it took a little bit of. Uh, I had a little bit of round. You know, someone who, who had a little in with YouTube, and even mm -hmm. then, it took them a lot of discussion. Going, he made a tool. Yeah. Um, they eventually got the, the strike overturned, but it was, oh, it was so painful. Um, and that's only because I knew a guy. <laughs> I, that's the only reason why. Well, so I got three, um, thing, three things that you're going to love. <laughs> right? The first is, I don't know if you're aware of this, um, but YouTube now has a re-education camp training. Oh, yeah. 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 I know. I, I, so we talked do... about that. Yeah. yeah, we talked about that a while ago, and it's, uh, yeah, it's kind yeah, of yeah. fun. So yeah. you, can, you can now go through re-education on their community guidelines, <laughs> yeah. and they'll remove a strike for that going through that training. But here, here's the big here's the big story. Um, uh, we we joked earlier about the devil, right? These social media companies have been in bed with with the devil, right? They they have literally yeah. been in bed with politics. Right, uh, which is the epitome of evil <laughs> when it comes yeah, to freedoms, yeah. right? Um, but they they have been in bed with them, and they have been um, along with the media, right? They have been uh, not in control of their own companies. Let's face it; I'm, I'm not just talking about YT no. here, right? I'm talking about everybody. They have they have allowed uh, these folks in and to control narratives to take down stuff. But now, what are we seeing? What we're seeing is, you know, Canada just passed their um, social media law where uh, basically they want to charge. Well, they are charging. They passed it. Uh, anybody who shares, you know, on the, on the social platform, so Facebook, Instagram, wherever, if you Google, if a link to a Canadian news outlet is shared on that site, that site has to pay. The news outlet yeah right uncapped no no and and so what do we see the social media companies went ballistic and like no we're just going to take down all news links in canada we're not going to even do it right and it's like okay and then so now you see the uk so this is all happening right now it's a convergence coming right you showed the uk uh, you know passing near new rules on social yeah. media content right and very aggressive like it is unless it comes from them you can't publish it like unless it comes from who they have decided is correct and accurate information it you cannot do anything that opposes what they're telling you is the correct information scary right like yeah. Yeah. you know and 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 if you're going to do business here as a social media company, you need to apply that to your system. 
So, you know, it's not like the YouTubes of the world, the Facebooks of the world, the Instagrams of the world, and 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 all of those are going to create a separate system for Europe no, that they do. It costs for, too much money. Yeah. Right. So they're just going to say, well, now money. everybody needs to follow this. And so yeah. now what? So now unless the, the information is coming in the well, way that, that's well, the only information that's going to be allowed is the information that they have said, i.e. governments yeah. have said, world governments have said, are what you can put out into the world onto the Internet. And I mean, so it, it's already well, happening because. Think about the GDPR, the the, the re regulations in Europe, okay, for, you know, on your websites and stuff like that. Google is already forcing. So if you have AdSense for advertising on your website, <coughs> excuse me, I have a website here in the U.S. designed for U.S. people. I have to, I have to agree to GDPR in order right. to continue serving up those ads. They're not going to have... Oh, well, this is a U.S. site. They don't care. They're like, this costs too much money to maintain multiple sites. Every, everybody's got to play by the same rules, so whether I they think, apply to you or not. I, you know, look, I, it really comes down to what you said earlier, which is they just create a law. When they don't like something, they just create a law and force everybody to do it. And that's exactly what's happening now. So in two years, here's the deal. Here's the, in two years, this all this stuff that as we know it, I don't think is going to exist. Because within the next two years, as these things roll out i can tell you just in my own experience on youtube just as a user just that i'm not talking about creating content publishing content i, I mean look I, I was somebody that got millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of views do i publish a video now i'll be lucky if i get a thousand right yeah. like my my it, it, it's just non-existent anymore as a right but yeah. as a user i for a long time enjoyed at night going onto YouTube and looking at all of my favorite, watching all of my favorite people, <laughs> right? You know, what did they publish today? You know, let me see what videos they published today because they were topics that I follow. And for most of us, it's a wide range of topics and interests that we have, right? Yeah. And over the last, I would say, especially last six months, I have found that when I bring up YouTube, I am scrolling and scrolling and scrolling because I can't find anything that I want to watch. And I'm actually there looking for something to watch. But all of the things that have interested me have been so far removed from news to, you know, firearms to, you know, other many topics. OK, they just remove yeah. everything. Right. Like we're not alone in this. They do this to every industry. Right. But I'm scrolling in my browse feed, which is supposed to be the algorithm's way of hitting you at exactly knowing you so well that it's putting up on your home feed the content it knows you're most likely to click. And for years, that was accurate, right? Like I couldn't get past two or three videos of something that I wanted to watch. Now I'm scrolling and scrolling and scrolling, and there's nothing that interests me that I want to watch anymore. And so this tells me I can't be alone in that, you know, and we'll let you all comment down below. Tell me if you experience the same thing. But I've got to imagine that lots of people are opening YouTube and not finding the content enjoyable, entertaining, um, educational uh, anymore. 
um, and they've they've kind of they're going to move on. They're going to move on. Well, and uh, honestly, what I end up using YouTube for now is what MTV used to be. <laughs> I use YouTube for music videos. Yeah, right, that's right. my background. I yeah. I mean seriously, I mean there's not music on MTV anymore or VH1 right. or any of those shows. So you got to go. YouTube is now like the new MTV. That's all. That's all I use it for. It's like very rarely do I watch. I mean, people are like, did you see this? I'm like, no, I didn't. Yeah. Um, I I didn't see it. I didn't get notified. Um, uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, thank, thanks yeah. for pointing it out to me. So look, I, the 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 right thing that all of these companies should have done from the beginning was stay true to what they are, right? Like what they were founded and principles are free speech, no government involvement. And they, they betrayed that for money. And now they're going to pay the ultimate price for that because it's all, I'm telling you, it's, I mean, look, Amazon, Amazon, the perfect example, right? They played, they played in the sandbox, played in the sandbox with the, the devil, played in the sandbox, kept playing in the sandbox. And then all of a sudden, you know, evil has a way of saying, you know what? We don't like that you do this, so we don't like that you do that. And then all of a sudden, as a company, like, whoa, 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 we've helped you all along, but this is going to hurt our pocketbook. Like, you can't yeah. do this to us. And they're like, well, yes, we can, so you better do it. And you're like, well, no, wait a minute. Why are you betraying me? I was so good to you. You know, I did all these things. And then, and then what happens? They'll sue you. The government will take you yeah. to task, break up your conglomerate, and get rid of you. And if you think that Google and YouTube is going to stay together as a conglomerate, just wait until they cross the same threshold where they say no to something like Amazon did, right? And they're going to step in and they're going to break up this conglomerate for good. And so, you know, like anything else is we're just on, we're just going to be witnesses to the charade. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, the, I guess the moral of the story here is with all the social media stuff is it sucks because you know we 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 aren't helping new generation of patriots learn this skill, which is thousands of years old, right? Yeah. Of of building things to protect yourself, right? Not just firearms, but just things in general, well, right? I, I mean, that's that's what I wrote when when the frame and receiver rule came out, and we could do the comment yeah. period. Um, you know, the, the, I, I think that like the final sentence of mine is don't, don't take an American tradition that predates America and kill it. Right. I mean, right. this is, we've been doing this since before we were even a country. Yeah. But they have killed it in a certain sense because, have- you know, well, I won't say in a certain sense, they have, as far as the industry is concerned, because so many businesses are, are have gone under already. I would sus- suspect that some bigger ones um, might not make it through what's happening now. So I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. And this is all shameful, by the way. These are, you know, average Americans living the American dream, right? Yeah. Um, uh, doing what they love, um, but been forced out of the market. Um, and so, you know, the frame and receipt. I mean, just yesterday we had another de- another um, decision on it. It's going to continue to go on. Um, and uh, even when you had the win of the vacature, everybody was like, yeah, 
you know, it's tossed out. And, da, 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 and it's like, the government doesn't give up. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, it's not over. You know, and so, yeah, like, uh, you know, folks have got to understand that you're kind of in a window to to uh, acquire <laughs> these yeah. things, um, because even if it goes to the Supreme Court and, 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 and even if, you know, what is right is what occurs, because that's not always what occurs. But what is right is exactly what you just said a few minutes ago, is this is a time old tested American tradition that goes back to the birth of the country. And if it is founded to be that way, which it should, and if that's the right course, do you really think that they're going to stop there? No, they're going to- Like, they're just going to walk away and say, yup, we lost. And okay, you guys can go ahead and have at it. Absolutely not. This is going to go on and on and on and on. So, you know, I encourage people, as an advocate of freedom is to, while you have the window, because the window opens, then it closes, then it opens and it closes. Yeah. And that's what happened yesterday. Like it was open, you know, to all customers of these companies. And now they close that window with the promise that they're not going to come after you. <laughs> right. Like yeah, it's, right? It's, yeah. it's insanity, you know, anyway. uh, it's, it's crazy. Cause I, I mean, the, the thing that drives me nuts about this is that nothing, nothing that people are doing, you know, nothing here is illegal. It's been allowed since the beginning of time, right? Um, the the thing that kills me is that uh, a few week, a few weeks ago, I had Diana Muller on the podcast where I was talking about a concept that that I I've, I've developed over time. I call it the trifecta of social gun control: control the message control the money and control the movement, yeah. right? We're, we're, we've, we're really losing the message. I mean, we've been talking about that for almost 40 minutes now, right? We're, we've been losing the message thing. The social media platforms, they caved, right? Mm -hmm. uh, we haven't talked about the, the money because, well, it's it, the banking system. It, that, that, that would be hours of talk right there. We talked a little bit about the movement because UPS and FedEx won't allow it. Well, what happens when the postal service says, "Hey, you can't do this either"? Yeah, um, um, and you know, postal service, are you banks are already doing it, though. Banks are saying yep. that they won't allow certain charges on their credit cards. I mean, that's uh, you know, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's yeah. I mean, it's it, you're right. They'll they'll find different ways to do it, um, and they will, you know. I don't know. I, like I said, we're kind of small again, which in a way is kind of nice because it allows yeah. us to to kind of like really dig deeper, um, you know, uh, into our own skill sets. You know, like I, I say this all the time. Um, people enjoyed what I published in 2019, 2018, 2019. Yeah. Guys, that was five years ago. You know how much more proficient I have gotten at yeah. this stuff in the last five years? Like, if I was able to make videos now, oh my god! Like, like the videos oh, yeah. that we want to make, it'd be it'd be enormous, you know. Um, but we're not, and so that's the disservice. 
the the better part of that though is that we have grown and people like you and I because we talk offline all the time we're continuing to document and put down this stuff so that when we can it's available to go like you and I have co-written courses together that's right with knowledge we have today not knowledge of five years ago we've we've learned Yeah, we've learned from so many mistakes and so many, uh, oh, this is about, and that's one of the things that was cool about just watching over the past few years. Um, for me, it was, I, you know, I remember I had the first uh, MUP1, the, the P320 build video. Mm-hmm. And then it, I, friends of mine are like, well, look at what this is doing. Look what's that doing. And I go, I, I, this is great. Like when you came out with your, your MUP1 video, I'm like, this is awesome. I love seeing that yep. now somebody has taken this and went, hey, there's a better way of doing this. Right. Awesome. And, you know, uh, but there's a perfect example because I never published that on YouTube. That whole no. six series, I never published. Because why am I going to publish something that's just going to get taken down and stricken and punished and punitive? And, you yep. know, why am I going to do that? I'm just going to give it to my own community of followers. <laughs> You know, exactly. that, that have that have stuck through the test of time, been part of the email list, you know, been part of the, the writings and the blog posts and the education that we've done. They're the ones that get it. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think this that's a perfect example of it. But even that is a couple of years old. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, exactly. Was, was, so it's funny. We'll, we'll kind of let the cat out of the bag a little bit here. Um, so. If everybody's been watching the podcast for at least this year, uh, you'll see the banner down below for the Freedom Crew University, which Marine Gun Builder talked about uh, a little bit earlier. We're going to talk about it in a couple of minutes here. Um, that MUP1 build video with updated information is currently being produced. I mean, we're, we're currently working on that because, you know, I was like, hey, we, we spent time on the phone like, hey. How did you do this when you did your update? Because it's like picking your brain and, and you know, we're trying to meld the best of everything together right. to give someone, right. hey, look, this is the way to do it now. Um, you know, taking a hacksaw to cut the tabs off of the, uh, you know, off the, uh, the oversized um, rails. That's the yeah. old way of doing it. There, right. There's new ways of doing this. Correct. So, um that's what I love. You know, that's what I love about this community. I mean, everybody in the audience, we talk. I mean, gosh, can you, uh, listen, I, I can't even think of maybe one or two, uh, two weeks in the past couple of months we haven't talked. Other than that, usually we're, we've got something going on yeah, between two we of chat us. every week. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. We're not talking texting. We, we, him and I have our long geek phone calls yeah. Yeah, <laughs> about exactly. gunsmithing yeah. and gun building, right? Yeah. Like, uh, you know, I mean, you know, it goes back to the funny thing about painting us as this really bad people. At the end of the day, like the two of us, I'll be honest, we're just nerds. <laughs> you know, we we're are. just yeah, gun nerds. Totally you know, at the yeah. end of the day, that's all we really are. And we geek when we talk about things. Like, we're like, oh, yeah. what about this? What about that? You know, so 
I, you know, which is, is, is funny personally, when you think about how bad this is that they paid us and it's like, really, we just, we are just like, I don't know what you would call it, like math nerds, but, but for yeah. guns. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We, we care. We care that you know the spacer sleeve and the trigger pin is SP zero zero three five zero, and the spacer sleeve is zero 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 five six. Yeah. Right? I mean, like we geek out on the stupidest things. <laughs> but but that's but through that we we share knowledge that comes out to everybody else, which is which is right. awesome. Yeah. So yeah, we've been going for about fifty five minutes now. Um, Let's talk about Freedom Crew University because you know we we've had we've had those messages squashed, we've had those videos yeah. trampled on and taken down. Yeah, but really they're kind of back. Um, they're they're right below for everybody that's looking. Um, right. Talk a little bit about you know Freedom Crew University because I remember I remember getting the call from you. Well, I guess it was last December. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm in. And you're like, I haven't even told you. I go, I don't care. I'm in. Um, talk a little bit about this. So, I mean, well, you know, look, you can you can talk. Um, you know, Jason runs it day to day. Rogue is the, the guy here. But, I mean, at the end, you know, basically it comes down to this. There is no avenue to get safe information anymore. Like, you yeah. know, where, where, where you can really take safety first. It just doesn't exist. Um, because it can't exist. Not because people aren't making it, people are making the content, they just can't put it in front of people, you know, so it's not allowed. And so a lot of what was here, again, today is very different than yesteryears, you know, and, and I think as a community, we have to recognize that and be honest about that. Like Freedom Crew University here is is available for the serious student, you know, it's it's not a social media website to go out and capture the masses you know um that's not what it is it is the home of knowledge put together by the best builders in the country right all of the best build it's a collaborative effort here right it's a collaborative effort yep. where we all got together and started putting our ideas down our educations down our different backgrounds down to create a place for enthusiasts, you know, serious enthusiasts uh, to come and learn. Um, and that's what we have. And there's just many learning paths, right? You can do it in person. You can do it through videos. You can do it through online self-paced courses. You can do it through private lessons. You know, there's a multitude uh, of ways to learn the skills um, necessary uh, to build your own freedom, right? So I think like where I was maybe this time last year, I was thinking about it in a way of how can we all collaborate, like co-labor, work together to create something um, for enthusiasts to to continue to do this safely. <laughs> that was the, that was the, the big thing, right? Because. Um, Listen, and, and I'm just going to say this. You can go on Reddit to these forums. Facebook still has these forums, too. I'm not just talking about blog. I'm just talking about gun building in general. It, you are seeing things that are atrocious. And it's honestly no fault of the person that's trying to DIY themselves. Like, we, we, we respect that. We want people 
to build their own freedom. We want them to learn the skill. The problem is, is the information doesn't exist for them to do it safely. And now we combine that with the predators out there cloning unsafe parts and dumping those, you know, importing them from Taiwan and Turkey and dumping those all over the internet. You have people who are unskilled, unexperienced, and using unsafe parts. That has been what all of this demolition of this social shit has done. They have made an entire industry and jeopardized tons of people's safety um, by doing uh, a political mission. Okay, they really have. They've they've hurt a lot of people here. And so, what the place that we have created isn't theater to serve the masses, but it's theater to serve whoever wants to learn it the right way. Whoever wants right. to like really geek out, be that nerd who really wants to you know be the sponge and absorb information. Of, you know, I mean, there's old school people like me and Banshee here that have decades of experience with this, you know, Um, uh, and we genuinely 100% live and breathe this stuff as who we are, right? It's like what we do every day. Um, So, you know, I think it's a, a place that can go. Now, will it ever be, you know, enormous and all this other stuff? That's not really our goal. You know, I think that sometimes people are like, you know, you could do this and you could do that. And I think we thought that originally, too, as a collaborative group. But that's kind of been refocused to like we want to specialize in stuff like we really want to specialize in safety, education and in in building your own freedom and helping you gain those skills to do that uh, and walk you through. And I think we've been very successful uh, this year, considering it was our first year out, um, first year out of the gate. We, we have really built a platform that is so user-friendly um, and that students seem to really enjoy. I always get positive feedback on it. So, Yeah, it's, it's so funny because, you know, I, I think about where we were in December and January pre-launch to where yeah. we are now. It is, uh, well, none of us thought the journey was going to be what it was, right? I mean, right. Yeah. It, 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 it showed up in different places and uh, some places we had to redefine and, and, you know, our, our, the people were telling us what to do, right? Yeah. Like, this is what we want. So we were like, okay, well, the, if this is what you guys want, let's give it to you. But it's still yeah. going to be, you know, we're, we still want you to do it right. We want you to do it safe. Um, and, you know, you hinted on something that, you know, we've been talking about on the backside for a little bit now these counterfeit parts that are out there now um this is this is scary uh you know there there's a reason why when you go out and you can find a a a, you know a glock part and i'm using air quotes for everybody on the audio side man that that is like like why why is this one so cheap uh you actually just did a, a video about that these I mean, are very, very dangerous parts to be putting into a firearm. Yeah. Especially so, I mean, one that you build and especially one that yeah. you're building correctly. <laughs> you know, yeah. like if you, you right. start to put all that stuff together, uh, it goes to really unsafe. But yes. Uh, but again, this is all allowed and tolerated because the important thing for these forces, I'll say, 
is to shut down us and our information and do nothing about all of that. Like they care so much about firearms and parts. These things are flooding. <laughs> I mean, they are for every genuine Glock part you're going to find, there are a hundred clones telling you that it is an OEM Glock part and it's not. Yeah. Right. And it's unsafe. And, and so, you know, it's funny that the, the, the battles that they choose are the wrong ones, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Right. Because, because they're, they're focused on one thing. It, it truly shows that they don't understand what's going on. Right. No, no I mean, no. So, they're, they're worried about one thing. That's it. Yeah. I, and I think that's, you know, part of the education too, like that we offer, right? We, you, you learn about all these other things that are outside of that, like how to tell different parts apart, right? What is a different, you know, what is a, an OEM Glock trigger as opposed to an OEM Glown Glock trigger, right? Think about how many people are getting burned every moment of every day buying a, a OEM Glock trigger for 25 bucks, let's say as an OEM trigger and it's sent to them and it's a clone and it's a fake and they don't know it and it's unsafe and they put it in their firearm. That's happening yeah. all day long, every day to tens and thousands of people times, however many parts there are. Right. That's and true. it's unfortunate because we want to educate the consumer too, not just the student, but the consumer to keep yeah. you safe. <laughs> you know, because it's real predators out there trying to take your money uh, and don't care about your safety over a couple of dollars. Because I remember, you know, several months ago, we we were talking about, like, how are people selling these parts, you know, this cheap, right? And, yeah. uh, so I still had what I still have an account with one of my distributors from when I was an FFL. I just I can't buy the licensed stuff. I have all the unlicensed stuff that I can buy. And we were looking up the prices, the dealer prices of this stuff. And you're like, there's no way they're making, yeah, there's no way that they're only making a dollar of this stuff, right? Because, you know, it was it was like, here's dealer price. They were selling it for like a dollar more. Plus, they got to pay eBay fees, transaction fees, and all well, that stuff. Well, you know, it, it's just simple. So, as a certified armor, you can buy directly from Glock, okay? Right. You buy directly from Glock. Glock doesn't care how much you buy, whether you buy one or you buy a thousand. It doesn't matter how much you buy. The price never changes. It's the same, no matter whether you buy one or a thousand. A trigger from Glock, a Glock 19 trigger from Glock is 10 bucks, right? Plus tax, yeah. plus shipping. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And again, it doesn't matter if you buy one or a thousand, it's $10 directly from Glock. Okay. Now you have to be an armor to obviously uh, buy that. Okay. So any company, any company that's outside the wholesaler you're talking about, yeah. selling them for more or for less than $10. It legitimately, unless they are going out of business and having a flash sale to go out of business, they are not selling an original Glock trigger. Right. And that is the same if they try to sell it to you at $11, $12, 13 
because by the time you put in tax margin and shipping right ground advantage shipping alone it, you know even even with deals is between four or five dollars in the united states so even if they took the 10 didn't apply the tax or shipping from glock added the five you know cap they're at 15. now they got to send it to you <laughs> right yeah. they got to package it put it in a box label it and send it to you right so yeah man it's a mess but these are the things you learn by hanging out with us <laughs> right yeah these are exactly the, these are the things we protect you from you know uh hanging out with us to make sure that you're getting what you're paying for yeah so well with that man we've been rolling just a little over an hour uh we've been talking some pretty deep stuff so why don't we loosen up a little bit with a speed round to to end things on a on a on a high note okay so it'll be four this or that questions and then one thinking question okay so for a pistol semi-auto or revolver oh it's got to be semi-automatic i mean listen i, I right. like revolvers my wife i say i i i, I captioned that a while back ago couple years ago and I was like my wife said I had a, a, a gun problem I agreed I don't have enough revolvers <laughs> you know I, right? I, I counted that was one of my famous posts on Instagram went crazy right um uh I mean yeah in, in modern striker fired pistol semi-automatic right now would be my choice over anything else for sure okay so I pull a little bit on your on your Marine Corps heartstrings a little bit M1A or M16? If I was rolling down the strip with my M16, I'm lean, I'm mean, I'm a U.S. Marine. <laughs> I'd have All to right. go with that over this. All right. So let's see here. 9 millimeter or 45? Okay, well, that's a big one. So, <laughs> that's a big one. So, uh, everybody who knows, you know, knows me, it, um, I'm a huge um, 45 person, right? Um, however, however, if I had a choice, I would actually choose nine millimeter only because of my prepping survivalist side of me would say that standardization it, yeah in, in a total like society problematic nine millimeter is going to be more out there than 45 and so you know statistically speaking it would be that but at the end of the day okay. the end of the day um you know uh, like folks that are watching this that are maybe under 35 you guys you know, I, I I cannot tell you what it was like to carry all steel forty five firearms back in the day. <laughs> you yeah. know, it was it was it was nothing like it is today with fancy holsters. Everything's lightweight and polymer. Um, but uh, yes, yeah, so anyway, uh, nine millimeter uh, would be my my choice on that. But I will say this: they they both put a hole in you. <laughs> right and without medical assistance you know you're gonna leak out so they're both efficient yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so on the range for hearing protection plugs or muffs so all right so 
I am somebody who, again, is a little bit older and safety wasn't always the primary concern in my younger years. I'm self-admit that, yes. you know, um, and in the military, you know, we fire lots of guns. We don't have big dookie fucking earmuffs to protect us uh, from that. We, I would say towards the later stages, um, you know, we did like if we were firing howitzers and stuff like that, we put, you know, plugs in like little orange like the foam ones yeah little plugs in but for the most part i have i have fired so many weapons between you know the military and, and but specifically in the military where i had no hearing protection um because it just wasn't a thing okay it, yeah it just wasn't a thing but it wasn't just my rifle it was squads of rifle you know doing squad yeah. automatic weapons and like again you know 50 cows and everything else and you will literally at night your head would be ringing from all of that stuff and uh even after like exercises were over you know for days and days and days it would be ringing and then permanently it just <laughs> rings right yeah so rather than give you like a choice of mine here's what i would tell people please take this serious because you don't want to be me at 48 and hear constant sounds like you learn to block that out too but i have done serious damage um to my ears over time as a matter of fact i have I'll, i'm just going to kind of pour my heart out on this a little bit if you don't mind yeah, no, i i have i have overcome well i try to compensate that handicap sometimes by being fake and i mean that right because sometimes people are talking to me and i really can't you have no what idea what they say yeah i have no idea but i smile and nod like i'm understanding them because i don't i want to hide my own handicap with that that i'm embarrassed about okay and i want them to feel like i'm engaged in their conversation but the real truth is i have no idea what they said you know yeah. You know, so, um, the, so the reason both. why I bring this up, the yeah, the reason why I bring this up is, uh, so I have hearing loss, uh, nowhere near like you do, but my hearing loss has been coming, yeah, it's been slowly getting worse over years. Yeah. Uh, I now wear hearing aids. Yeah. Because of it, uh, the the ringing in the ears is a constant thing. Um, yeah, you do learn to block it out, but you're also missing other things you, you start ignoring other things because of that ringing to over to compensate uh mm-hmm. and then there are times where i was just i have no idea what you said so eventually i had to go get uh hearing aids yeah. and that that's why i like to bring this question up is because once that hearing's gone it's gone you're not getting it back <laughs> this, at, this, this, at all there's no lasik surgery like to rough for eyes no no i mean and to, and to give you an idea, my hearing aids, I'm looking at them on the bench over there, they were $4,500. Right. Hearing right. Aid, hearing aids are expensive, and people to definitely take this thing seriously. Um, if you're yeah. in an indoor range, double up. Totally yeah, double yeah. up. You should do both. Um, I mean, that's the answer yeah. I would give to that question. I just kind of want to give my own personal story there. Oh. Um, but, yeah, do both. Um, and then I'll give you some financial advice. Don't buy Bitcoin, buy stock and hearing aid companies. Oh, yeah, totally. Totally. Because I think all... that's going to be the only thing that outpaces crypto long term. Well, 
Because <laughs> if you think about it, I mean, you think about our generation, uh, you know, we're the latchkey, you know, we're the latchkey generation. We're the Walkman generation. Um, but look I at mean, the generation now. Killing... These kids can't take the AirPods out of their ears for 10 seconds. Yeah. They can't. You know, they can't do. They constantly got earbuds, AirPods. I'm telling you, buy stock and ear, you know, companies. Any Anything to do with, you know, hearing aids or anything like any technology for that, that's where your investments should be solely because <laughs> that yeah. is – that is going to be an industry, even with this next generation, that is going to explode. And like Jason said, there there isn't even stuff on the horizon that is going – like the hearing aid itself is a fantastic invention that works really well. And it's not going to be duplicated or outdone easily. So you're no. pretty safe there as far as investments are concerned. Yeah. So. All right. Cool. Well, what? Uh, for your last question, it's a thinking question. I'm going to take you to the world's largest armory. Inside this armory has one of anything that has ever thrown a projectile. It yeah. could be anything from Dennis and Menace's slingshot all the way up to the deck gun off the Missouri. And you get yeah. to have one. What are you walking out with? So you 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 kind of asked me a similar question a couple of podcasts back it was wasn't, it wasn't as good as this one but it was it yeah. was a couple back and the reality is is that it comes down to practicality right like okay i could choose a tank <laughs> yes I, that <laughs> actually that actually came up a couple of podcasts ago know. that someone wanted an m1 abrams because they yeah. they want the main gun yeah um, I, could, I could choose a tank I've, I've had I've had people choose uh, the A10 Warthog because they wanted the Gal 8. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, there there there's all reasons for why something. That's why I love this question because it kind of goes into the psyche of of someone of how they think, whether they're thinking, "Cool, I get to have a toy," or "Cool, yeah. I get to have something." So, I the need. Pro so the problem for me here is is that what I want I can't operate by myself. So if it was anything that could throw a projectile, but it didn't require me to operate it solely myself, then I would choose a nuclear submarine. Oh, there you go. Right. There you because, go. <laughs> because then, then, then I, you don't know where I am, but I can, yep. I, <laughs> you can't find you me. I won't show up on radar or sonar. Um, and I have a devastating projectile on board. So if I had my choice, it would be that. But if it was just something for me, like that, I I I I didn't have anybody help me operate. I mean, I would just I would just choose a standard M16 rifle because I'm still that old salty marine dog. You know, it's what I go. what I can do maximum damage with as one person. You know. There you go. So, man, thank you so much for taking time out. I know we kind of we kind of squeeze this in into a, a, a bunch of things. For everybody in the podcast, we're going to have links down below to Freedom Crew University. And um, that way, you know, to go there to check out the courses. But, but Marine Gun Driller, is there anything else, uh, anywhere else people can get a hold of you at? MarineGunBuilder.com. You can go to mine.com um, as well. Um, you know, I mean, that's probably the best place. I, I've tried to stay off of social media as much as possible. I still do publish on my YouTube channel, but they're mostly educational about parts like fake parts that are out there in the market and educating people on telling genuine parts from fake parts. But 
um, those are, this is really the only thing I haven't even really been on Instagram in a long time, although I haven't kind of haven't been on there in like six weeks. <laughs> right. So, you know, Facebook, I'm definitely not on at all. Um, so, cause I got tossed, <laughs> So you know, I mean, uh, you know, if you want to follow along, sign up to my email, subscriber list on ringgumbuilder.com. Uh, and then certainly, uh, uh, on YouTube, uh, I still do educational videos around Glock parts. Awesome. Well, man, thanks so much for taking time out of your day to join us. Thank you, sir. I love having Marine Gun Build around. When he says we talk, we talk. We talk like all the time. We have texts. We get on phone calls. Uh, he's a really great guy. And trust me, he does more behind the scenes than anybody ever realizes. I mean, he is a super nice guy. And all he wants to do is transfer knowledge to other people. Definitely go check out Marine Gun Builder out on YouTube. He's got some stuff out there. And then also, you saw the banner down below on basically every podcast this year for Freedom Crew University. Go check out Freedom Crew University. It's where we can transfer that knowledge to people. We just can't do it on mainstream platforms like YouTube. So we had to develop a platform that we could do that. And we have the freedom to transfer knowledge and you can learn the way you want to learn. The product of the podcast, it is the Crimson Trace Rad Micro. Now, this is the Rad Micro. I have the Rad Micro Pro now that I'm on. I have it on my P365. This is my XL. I have it on my P365. Uh, you've probably seen a couple of shorts out there about it. Uh, I love the Pro. Uh, the Shake Awake, I absolutely love it. It's very fast. I've sat a gun here in... You know, the, the studio, let that thing, you know, go dark. And the second I grab that gun, thing lights right up. And I love the uh, the 3 MOA dot that's on these things. I don't think I can get this. Yeah, it's it's too rough doing this on camera. And for those of you, up oh, right there, there it is. And sorry for everybody on the audio side, you can't quite see it. But look, these things are great. I'm hard on stuff and... This Rad Micro I've had for a while now, and um, it's taken a beating. This is my everyday carry pistol. Um, absolutely love the stuff coming out uh, from Crimson Trace. When I was in FFL, they were the only lasers I would sell because I could trust them. Now I trust the Crimson Trace Rad Micro and Rad Micro Pro. Love these things. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, click that video right there. That is about fake OEM Glock parts that Marine Gun Builder was talking about. For everybody else, there's a link down below. Thanks for listening. Hope you're staying safe out there and look forward to talking to you again soon.